Halito, and welcome to Native Chalk Talk, a podcast by Natives for all. Here, we're keeping our Native ancestors' stories and history alive, while also sharing with you our Native cultures, traditions, and more. I'm Rachel Youngman, a Choctaw originally from Anadarko, Oklahoma. I hope you'll enjoy this journey with me as we learn from our Native American guests. And stay tuned for the end of each episode, where we'll talk about some great ways to support Native causes and or Native-owned businesses. Let's get started. But first, a word from our sponsor. The Choctaw Nation has always provided a foundation upon which a future can be built. From our home in Southeast Oklahoma to a bingo hall that grew to be one of the largest casinos in the world. Today's summer school programs lay the groundwork for a love of learning. Small business programs support local economies. And with over 10,000 jobs created, Choctaw offers financial stability to tribal members and our neighbors. Together we build success because together we're more. I'm here today at the First Americans Museum in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. It's an exciting day, y'all, because the grand opening is happening today. It's a beautiful day out. It's nice and sunny, and it is jam-packed here with so many natives and, you know, people of all different ethnicities here to enjoy this day. So I'm here with a guest that is excited to share about what's going on here at FAM, or First American Museum. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, what you do here, and the exciting things going on today. Okay, hi. Well, thank you, first of all. Um, yeah. My name is Walena Quiton. I am Osage Creek and Cherokee, and I have been uh, here at the museum for uh, six years now. Wow. And I'm a curatorial specialist, and I have co-curated an exhibition called Winnico, Life of an Object. And it is a loan that from NMAI, National Museum of the American Indian, Smithsonian. Mm -hmm. And it uh, represents all the 39 tribes in Oklahoma. So there is at least like three or four objects for each tribe in so Oklahoma. Exciting. And that is alone, you know, coming from NMAI. Many of these things were collected in the early 1900s. And they come from one, not all of them, but a large majority come from one major collector. His name was Mark Raymond Harrington. He came through around 1908, the 1940s, and a little bit more into the 20s. Um, he collected from all the tribes, with the exception of Cheyenne Arapahoes, Pawnees, and Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma. Hmm. Um, with that, there was there's kind of an underlying, you know, story there, collecting story. Yeah. And so a lot of these these objects are coming from that collection. So they are coming from Oklahoma, and they, you know, um, ones belong to our ancestors for some people great great grandparents others you know three mm -hmm. grades four grades wow but um yeah then we have another aspect within that too that we have um created a uh, reunion for some of these families and these objects um you can see that on some of the labels okay. the exhibition we'll yeah. have a photo of the person who once owned it you know who sold it to mark raymond harrington and then we'll have a picture of their descendants today. Well, to have all of that information and that data is, you know, kind of rare. So it that's is. super exciting. It is. Yeah, those collection notes, actually. Um, Mark Raymond Harrington took really great notes, uh, luckily for us today. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, there's names attached to this of who he bought from, who he purchased from. Mm -hmm. um, and they had the price, actually, on it. Um, how much he, you know, purchased it for. And a lot of times he would have the name of that object in that language, too. Just wow. to be phonetically, you know, could spell yeah. it. 
So we started with this project actually with that this exhibition mm-hmm. with that looking at those archives and that's all it. Wow. From anime, that's oh, the Harrington wow. Lake archive. So there's all these notebooks yeah. that say Smithsonian yeah. and then the date or the information mm-hmm. on each one. So when you go upstairs, it is um, in three different parts or themes, I'd like to say. Um, the first one is creation, mm-hmm. and um, there's the color in the background of the cases that's supposed to represent dawn, the colors okay. of dawn. Mm-hmm. And then um, it, if you uh, look at the cases, it is a dark blue color, and it's a really gorgeous color, and that's supposed to represent you know, our cosmological world. Yeah. Um, so what, what we're trying to create there, mm-hmm. and um, the casework, too, is all circular. Yeah. And the, the space. It's a yeah. circular round space. And we're trying to kind of create that little microcosm of our world that we live in. And so, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And the creation is dawn, you know, kind of symbolic for new day, you mm-hmm. know, um, creation. A lot of things happen for our Native people at dawn. It's a really kind of powerful spiritual time. Mm-hmm. So I thought that worked well. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, me and our curatorial team kind of developed that. Then the middle part is collecting. And so that is very contrasting with creation and continuum. Creation space is square, and very mm-hmm. black and white. And we were trying to, that was intentional to create a very institutional feel. Okay. Kind of making that comparison of, okay, you know, our objects really should be in a uh, cultural context manner. Or even in the space, you know, even mm-hmm. even if it is still behind a case. But then, you know, we also wanted to uh, talk about Harrington, how these things got collected. Yeah. Why why do people sell these things? Because that's a really big question. Um, and uh, but there was a lot of things going on at that time in you know, the early 1900s. Oh, a lot. A lot. You know, mm-hmm. we just moved, got removed from a lot of our homelands. Mm-hmm. A lot of our culture was getting lost. There was um, acculturation. You know, uh, the missionary missionary work, Christianity. Um, so much going on. So much. a lot of socioeconomic factors. Much less 1907 when the yes. students yeah, right came after to. And, yeah, so much. So, um, a lot of unrest. Yes. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, that that was such an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Interesting, for lack of a better word. I'm sure the Indians, the Native Americans here, were trying to figure out how to get along with the other tribes that they've been put into a bucket with here in mm-hmm. Indian Territory, now Oklahoma. And then also the white settlers coming in. It's like, oh, here's your land. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> now we have these other people coming in. Yes. Can't even and imagine. not only are we going to take your land, but we're going to come through here as collectors and take all your objects. You right. know? It's, and some it, of those sacred parallels. objects. It runs parallel. Interesting. To, yeah. Wow. Well, that's what was interesting about seeing all these archives, you know, reading these names. I know, right? So I'm looking at it says Henry Red Eagle. So this is a copy oh, of the original. Because we highlight a coat that he purchased or that Harrington purchased. Oh, really? It's funny that we just happened oh, to we have come on the page. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's out. It's down there? The coat is down there? Yes. Okay, uh-huh. so I'll be sure to look for that. Mm-hmm. I'll take some photos and put them on my native Chalk Talk Facebook page as well. And then so it has Henry Red Eagle, and then it says, you know, say Eagle Tail Fan, for instance, and then it has the Osage name beside it, and then $2. Mm-hmm. Only $2 at the yeah. time. And I'm sure that was a sacred thing, you know, that obviously yeah, Eagle yeah. feathers were and, sacred. Yeah, there's a whole lot in here too that oh you can tell goodness. what's going on like some people were selling a lot of their sacred things you mm. know but that had to do with an older religion because you know maybe they switched over to christianity or say right. the native american church 
Wow. Any Choctaw in there? <laughs> there are somewhere. To... It's okay. <laughs> you probably, there's a lot of notebooks it's, to dig yeah. through. But I'm sure I'll see some stuff down there when yeah, we walk through so the museum. seeing those names, you know, like I said, wow. I just see these people. It's like these people are still in our families. Yeah. Some of these names are still in our communities. So that's what I just want to exactly. know that, you know, we are so closely related to these objects, you know. Mm. Like this Henry Reddy girlfriend says, they still have his picture up in their family home. Right. You know? Right. We're not that far removed. Crazy. From these people. And their relatives know? are probably here yeah. today to see some yes, of these they displays. Have been in the past few weeks and wow. stuff. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. And if our listeners hears a little jingle in the back, everyone is dressed in their regalia today. It's just absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. to see all these different tribes together. And, you know, they're wearing their regalia. I saw some headdresses over there. You're in this beautiful Osage regalia, he oh, said. Muskogee. Sorry, Muskogee yeah. regalia. <laughs> I used to wear my Osage bottles, but today. <laughs> That's right. Muskogee. Muskogee. And so it's a beautiful flower shirt, right? And mm-hmm. then. Um, your dress is, it's not a ribbon dress, no, but it's No, it's a broadcloth. Okay. It's like a trade cloth. And then the black moccasins. Did you make those? Or? My friend did, actually. Oh, they're beautiful. She I love dressed, them. Um, she's friends with many of us here, and her name is Claudia Littlex, and she is starting her own little company called uh, TP Maker's Daughter. TP Maker's Daughter. Yes. Everybody go check it out. And she is. Um, she decided to dress us today, so that's beautiful. why you'll see like three of us um, wearing these Muskogee clothes. I love it. It's actually the first time, believe it or not, that I've seen Muskogee regalia um, in person. So it's exciting for me as well. (laughs) So what else do you have here at the museum that you think people should come and see? Well, downstairs, we start with the Tribal Nations Gallery. And that tells a collective story of all our 39 tribes here in Oklahoma. And we do that through a timeline, these value circles that are broken up into time periods, um, run parallel as well. Mm -hmm. And then we move into a living landscape where we talk about uh, maybe... um, we look at our representation through art. We look at our representation through stereotypes. Mm-hmm. But then we kind of move around to something fun, and we get into a powwow van. Oh, cool. And um, we have someone narrating the powwow van, and they kind of take us to a few places in Oklahoma. As you're, you know, you get in the van, and you go with them on this little oh, trip. Oh, that's cool. And you go to different dances, just different spaces, you know, throughout Oklahoma. Yeah. You maybe go to a Choctaw dance. I think Ponca Powell is on there. You see uh, some activities going on at Comanche Fair. So that's, that's fun. I'm and so excited to see another fun space is the uh, just Indian home space. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of supposed to look like a little living room. But there's a really nice media piece there. Then and it's supposed to be like a living room TV. But that also addresses stereotypes, you know, for us or what we kind of deal with, you know. Mm-hmm. People think we still in teepees, you know, or they want to touch right. their hair. It addresses things like that, but in a very humorous way, you know. Yeah. Light and yes, palatable for people, you know. Oh, right, right, exactly. But that's no, that's fun, and that was actually directed by um, Oklahoma artist Stephen Paul Judd. Oh so my was, gosh, yeah. I love him. Yeah. Oh so like wow. Fun video. I love that. And so then we move into sports and games. Stick ball. Mm-hmm. And we also have really fun activities that uh, Rance actually helped uh, create those those activities. Okay. Uh, Rance Wary, yes, one of my yeah. former guests. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're interactive, is what they are. Um, you could play hand game. Okay. Comanche style. Or play a game of chunky which is older, <laughs> nice. you know 
older, gosh, like kind of pre Columbian game as well. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, sports and games is really fun. And then we move over into, we give honor to our veterans and our warriors. Mm-hmm. And not only just them, but our warriors in the courtroom or, you know, even in education, you know. Good we, point. Um, make room for them. We have a veterans database. Hopefully in the future, uh, more people will join that database, and we do have space for uh, that to add people in there throughout the years. Mm -hmm. That's another exciting thing for veterans. And then we we are done, actually. There's an exit experience. Okay. It's a beautiful location, and there's a a bit of a lake out there. Easy to get to, though, I noticed on our Mm -hmm. way here. It's right off the Mm -hmm. interstate. I think people are really going to enjoy this. The whole family is going to enjoy it. Yes. I forgot one space, which is very important because it's the very beginning. Okay. (laughs) Origins Theater. There's so much going on. I know, the Origins Theater. Okay. And that is a, um, not quite 360, because you have to get in there, Mm -hmm. but very, very close. Almost, you know, very surround, interactive experience that talks about four different people's origin stories. I believe it's the Yuchis, the Caddos, Otos right up here. That's okay. I know. But anyway, <laughs> that's really, really cool because it's immersive and you mm-hmm. can sit on these big river rocks in there. And yeah, that's just one of my beautiful, the most of the most beautiful spaces. Yeah. It's fun. And wow. so many things, so many things to read, many things to look at. So if we understand that you'll probably have to come back. Exactly. To, yeah, to see it to all. See it There's all. so much. But we want you to come back. Absolutely. And uh, bring the whole family because obviously there's tons of kids today here and they're having a blast downstairs. So So when um, we get that Discovery Center open, it will be actually a multi-generate or intergenerational um, mm-hmm. space for everyone to enjoy not only Fine. not only children mm-hmm. but you know you could go through it with your grandmother okay and, okay and now we'll actually supposed to look like a big pop-up book that's gonna be really fun cute Different little characters and stuff oh I love that yeah well and speaking of we visited the shop downstairs uh-huh. and what's it called again the fam store. Fam store. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so much good stuff in there. We, My sister and I actually spent more time in the kids section than anywhere. Yeah, yeah, there's so many I, cute I like toys. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. yeah like the log pillow. The log pillow. Yeah. The bear. The big yes. bear sitting there. So much cute stuff and kind of natural looking toys as mm-hmm. well as some um, native storybooks, which is great to read to your yeah. kids. We actually, we got one here that just came out yesterday. Our, uh, we have a cultural ambassador. His name is Ace Greenwood. And okay. And he wrote this children's book, and it just got put up yesterday. Oh, wow. So, brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. Hot off the press. Um, lots of representation for a lot of our Oklahoma artists. Good. And there will be plenty more in the future as well. I was, I was wondering that. We were looking at all this amazing jewelry, and I follow a lot of those jewelers on Facebook, the Native mm-hmm. Jewelers. I was curious, what percentage do you think is here local from the jewelry section? Like local Oklahoma City or Oklahoma? To Oklahoma in general. Oh. Probably like 99% of it. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Good, good. I'm so and glad to hear not, that. They're just, uh, they, they're an Oklahoma tribe, and then maybe they live like in Santa Fe or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, still, as long as they're native, I mean, exactly. I think that that's, yeah. that's the Oklahoma good part tribes. about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've, that was definitely you know, something we've thought about in the very beginning, creating everything. Everything is very Oklahoma centric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that most of the Employees here are Native American, which is also um, great to see, too. So. Territorial team was 100% Oklahoma Native awesome. people. 
Now, are, are you yourself, are you from Oklahoma originally? Yes, okay. Yeah. Well, and you live in Blanchard today. Where I are you? I live with my husband. That is not where I'm from, though. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, he lived outside of Oklahoma City, uh-huh. or around Norman, actually, and then he just got tired of that and moved to Blanchard okay. country. Yeah. It's uh, it's a great up-and-coming area, for sure, Blanchard. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I'm from around Hominy, Oklahoma, okay. and also Tahlequah. I was there the other day, too. Oh, yes. Hominy is a great town. I love I kind of have three towns just because I'm Osage Creek and uh, right. Cherokee. <laughs> I've been raised a little bit in Hominy, been raised a little bit in Tahlequah, and then we even moved to Stillwater. Okay. And I graduated from Stillwater High. Okay. Go, mm-hmm. go, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So before we go, is there anything you'd like to share about your own ancestral stories or interesting um, things about your family? I know that my family has helped me a lot through this exhibition. Um, Thank you, family. You know, my, uh, my family come, are artists. Um, my dad's a photographer. My mom is a um, ceramic sculptor. Um, nice. My brother's a painter. So there were even some things like while we were actually kind of creating what we wanted and like maybe some of the casework or something, you know, Yeah. looking at the aesthetics and, you know, I would call them. I did, I've used my dad before for some of the photography in the exhibition because I need a photographer. Yeah. Um, so, nice. Keeping yeah, it all in yeah, the face. You know, but when, when I come actually looking at the whole picture, it's funny because I was just thinking about this last night. Mm-hmm. Or kind of have been, it's been really emotional since these objects came from me in a said I've been looking at these archives and reading about this stuff for five years and when these things came it was very emotional very powerful and then uh, we had these reunions you know with some of these family members such as such as the Red Eagle family mm-hmm. and um, wow. listening to them talk I realized you know this exhibition that we've developed you know at least for me you know I can say that it's because of these words I've heard, you know, participating in my culture, you know, Osage culture, even my Muscogee culture. It's these words from these elders, you know, and it's because, you know, I've, because I like my culture, I love my culture, and I, yeah. I love to be part of it, you know, it gives me strength and Absolutely. spirituality, and, um, you know, I, I know the answer to why I'm here, you know, mm-hmm. on earth, I feel like, and, yeah. um, and it's it's their words that has helped create this, you know, mm-hmm. not just me. Wow. I have all this to thank for all my elders and my parents, especially, you know, because they pushed me into mm-hmm. that but lifestyle, and absolutely. I took it on because I really like it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what I would have to say wow. about it all. What a completing of the whole picture, because this isn't just you're a, for lack of a better word, curator here. You are. This is part of your soul, of your being, of your history, of your family's yes. history, of our state's history, our native's history. It's been a very serious project. You're just not just emotionally invested or, you know, it's just, this is for your people. Yeah. You know, you want to do your best and you want to do the, the best representation possible, you know, which which yes. includes using all of their voices and talking with them and, mm-hmm. you know, having those consultations because... I'm not just going to be the one to you know, be the uh, deciding factor in things. They need to have that part, too. And so that's what we've done. And um, I guess that's why it's so serious that we haven't been given that representation no, in, the, no. in the past or those consultations, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of you know, non-Native institutions. So it's important that we did this right or, or do our best. Indeed. You know? And it can only get better in the future. Indeed. And... Honestly, I've said this multiple times, I've said it on previous recordings, how a lot of times in movies and in museums, 
we see a lot of a certain types of tribe, which is great too. But I don't think the Plains natives have really gotten full res- representation the way they should. And this is 39 tribes, which is yes. awesome because some of them were removed to here. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are Plains tribes. But I am excited to see that there are going to be some things that people have never seen before mm-hmm. here. Oh, I, for my own personal information, so the Smithsonian artifacts that you said were brought over. Mm-hmm. So were those displayed at the Smithsonian uh, Native Museum? Or? Some of them, and some okay. of them haven't been. So they've just been sitting mm-hmm. there. Them, oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. Wow. A lot of this is uh, first time back home in Oklahoma for since it got collected. Whoa. Yes. And so that's, that's also huge. part of that just very powerful and emotional, yes. you know, experience. Yes. Because it They've is. been waiting for their yes. home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. They have been waiting to come home. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to see mm-hmm. them. Because I'm at the first. I've just seen a few things so far. The store, a couple things, and then we're about to go into see all the archives and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So cool. I'm really excited. Well, thank you. Is there anything else you want me or our folks to know? I think we've said it all. You did a great job. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for this impromptu conversation. And if you need anything from me, I'll be sure to leave my information for you. And we all appreciate your support and help with getting the word out to our Native Chalk Talk listeners about the great stuff you're doing here. Wonderful. Thanks again. Yeah. Potential is everywhere in the Choctaw people. It's in our schools and students. It's in our small businesses and entrepreneurs. Potential is in our lifestyle and health. It's in our culture and heritage. Passion and commitment is in our blood. Ingenuity and economy are a tradition. And the Chutla Foundation was founded for this potential. To cultivate minds, and hearts to stimulate ideas and passions to extend lives and improve health through education and to preserve and promote the power of our past the Chata Foundation meeting the potential of the Choctaw people thanks for listening to Native Choctaw Be sure to join our community on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Simply search for Native Chalk Talk. That's Native, C-H-O-C-T-A-L-K. And check us out at nativechalktalk.com. Stay tuned for the next episode. You're going to love it. Yakoki. Thank you, my friends.